sex robots. Well, <laughs> it's inevitable. Yeah. It's inevitable. Uh, we're talking about the future. Yes, talk about the future. Um, we're going to talk about, uh, it, well, we. I guess we wanted to a little bit dive into AI, but um, basically everything in the future and what's going to happen and what our thoughts are, I guess. So we'll start with you. How does the future look? Well, I see a lot of... AR in my mind, mm. uh, Neuralink excites me, and it seems like oh, yeah. the way things are going to go, like you know, less screens, less augmented reality in, in the form of like things shooting into your lasers shooting into your eyes, uh, <laughs> and more hallucinations caused by interactions with computer chips in your brain. That seems totally plausible. Seems like endless possibilities. Video games, just like The Matrix. So we already have hackers for our computers and stuff. Do you think there would be people who will hack into our brains then? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, and I think. But that's a little Dune scary because a, it's a one quote thing about that too. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, the book Dune is something like people thought that uh, merging with AI would set them free, but it only made them slaves to those with computers that could hack into them. Or mm. See, that's my only worry. I think is like. I'm down to be a cyborg. I think that would be so cool. But yeah. at the same time, it's, I mean, technically we already are, right? We have our phones. It's like we're a cyborg, right? We have this like thing phones, attached to us. Glasses, glasses, clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but the, my, my biggest worry is like, it's one thing if a hacker controls your computer and it's files that are on there, but it's not controlling you personally, right? You can still move around and do whatever you want. Right. So it's a it's a risk, right? Yeah. But like everything we do in life exactly. comes with risk. And so we we buy stuff with credit cards online and it's totally possible, it's easy even for people to steal your credit card information, steal your identity, mm. but we still do it. Yeah. And again, though, my only beef with that is like, that's true, but it's not, it's still not controlling you personally, like your own person. Yeah. The like controlling your bank account. Risk. That's, that's a big substantial part of you, I guess you could say, you know, potentially, or they're controlling your phone or they're, you know, but it's literally at the core, you can still like, yeah, I want to walk this way though. But if they're controlling your brain and well, brain function. Uh, how much do you think that you're in control of yourself right now? Yeah. Like, I think I, I think that there's there's like a level of mental hack that goes on in day to day life that people are totally unaware of, like that we're basically robots, both to the media and True. frequencies in the air True. and things like that. Yeah, we could. That's a good point. Like maybe, you know, we're not always in, in control um, but it, it but does think, feel different when there's yeah. there's somebody else intentionally behind it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because even though I might not feel like I'm in, like even maybe maybe I'm not in control of myself. Who knows? I'm, I'm sure there's parts of me that I know that I'm not control myself. But I, I I think that for the most yeah, part, well, sorry, like secret government. Uh, mental hacks and telepathy and and mind control. Yeah. yeah. Future episode spoiler. <laughs> that will be an interesting one to go over. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I At the core, I can be like, oh, I'm driving to work today. I want to go to work. Or, oh, I want to go get me a water or whatever. Like, I know that I can. I want that and I go get that. You know, whereas like if someone hacks into your, let's say you have Neuralink, which I wholly 
want. I think that's super awesome. I want that to become a thing. But you wake up at a murder scene. But you wait, yeah, or or whatever. Uh-huh. Maybe you never do wake up. Who knows? You know, right. that's the that's the only scary part. Or you're not not asleep during the entire part of it and you just can't control yourself. Yeah, and you just and you just see it all happening and who knows you you freaking murder your whole family as, or what as the CIA takes yeah. you to the marketplace with two AKs. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. That's just a little sketch and that's my only beef. But the the problem I I've had this talk before is like if you don't go down that path, if you don't like start taking, let's say the Neuralink or if you don't, or you don't implant the Neuralink or if you don't become a cyborg, well, there will be other people that will, and they're going to have a significant advantage over you, you know? So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Super brains. Right. Like, totally. Super intelligence. You, let's say someone who takes it and they have the super intelligence. Well, you should be on that level or else they are going to outplay you every single time. They're going to outthink you. They're going to outmaneuver you and they're going to, they're going to win. So you have to get a, like, to their level and be able to com- combat that, I would think. Okay, so in my mind, this already happens. Like, we're already mentally hacked, both by the media and there. Uh, I mean, I'm a firm believer in, in psychic abilities, and I know that the government has experimented with, with psychic abilities. And so the, the possibility that this already happens to some degree is very real in my mind. So the difference between like a known threat that we can uh, defend against versus an unknown threat that we have now that nobody knows to defend against. I think that the known threat is better, like where there's, you know, Neuralink security companies and all these precautions that people do on a daily basis to protect themselves from being hacked that nobody does right now, even though we can be hacked right now. Right. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I see that. I think it's just, hmm. Because if you have someone who knows it's a threat, well, let's, okay. For example, um, let's say we know it's a threat. We know that we can be hacked. We know that that's a problem. So we're going to, we're going to be on top of that. Opposed to, let's say, like you said, the media or something that's um, already hacking us and we're not really aware of it. Um, for just the media standpoint, I can turn that off. I can, I can uh, just say, no, nah, I don't believe in that. Or, uh, oh, that's a little stretched. Or, oh, that, that seems like it's real. You know, I have that option to be like, I still have my, I guess the free agency is what I'm looking for. I have that ability still in my mind. I think I do. Maybe I don't. Maybe I am being controlled by something, but I feel like I'm like, nah, I don't believe that. And I can choose not to believe that. Or I'm like, oh, that makes it, they make a good point. I believe that. We're opposed to if like, if someone's controlling your actual like way of being and thoughts and like Neuralink, we know that from what Elon Musk has talked about, it goes into everything. Like it, it, it makes you think faster. It makes, uh, it could it, like, fix your vision. Um, you, you don't have to be a, a paraplegic, like all these different things. And that's a big part of your brain. And if they start controlling that, then it's like, who are you? <laughs> you know, Could, do you even have that anymore? I don't know. Um, so I think even, even though it's a known threat, it's a substantial known threat that should be, should be taken care of. I mean, even Elon Musk to the point yeah. where he's like, we should be very careful on what we do with our AI and how we go about this because it's going to be, it could be a big problem. 
And, th- and I think he's more leaning towards the AI takeover type situation. But that's kind of along the same line as some sort of AI takeover. I mean, if if you have an AI chip in your brain and someone's taking it over, they're taking it over. Yeah. So this is is like whether or not we should get Neuralinks, it's going to happen. Just yeah. like whether or not we should make AI super intelligence. Right, right. It's going to happen. It's it's like well on the way. Do we know what the state of AI is right now? I don't. I, I the <laughs> That's why I said it, sex robots at the beginning because the last thing I looked up was sex robots and not for any perverted reasons. <laughs> I was there I was there with my fiance we were both looking it up. <laughs> so I don't know if that makes it more perverted or not, but we were looking it up just to see like um I guess like what is going on because we heard about these and we wanted to like kind of see what was going on but just in general we we felt like they were going to become instead of like sex robots be more like companion robots like even people Full who are personalities yeah, yeah yeah even people who are old Friendship. like yeah. who who are that like, just want a friend around nothing sexual just a friend like they could have a a, a robot in their house like talking to them yeah. and it, it would it would turn into like a companion robot or even a pet robot. Yeah, nanny. Yeah, and, uh, taking care of the elderly. Yes, or or a nanny taking care of your baby while you're going out to work, and you have a robot at home that just takes care of the baby, monitors its vital signs, sends you updates on your phone, mm-hmm. like gives <clears throat> it warm, loving interaction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so then you then I could see the spiral over time. Like, well, um, so then your your son, daughter, whatever, become attached to this this robot in in a in a uh, in a personal way because it cared for it while you were gone um and then it goes even further to be like if you have this companion robot um or even a sex robot let's say you fall in love with your so-called friend or robot friend or whatever then all of a sudden you want to make sure that that friend is taken care of as a human you begin to have this weird attachment with it like most humans do they have weird attachments with their with whatever they 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 deem excuse me sorry they well, deem necessary they do and yet they don't i mean we we've raised uh farm animals for you know all of human history and you can have a warm, loving relationship with your chickens and your cow and then butcher it the next day. True. I mean, it's all the, just a story that you, you tell yourself in your mind and, and right. the culture. But so it's, I, I don't think that there's, there's necessarily because you have a warm, loving relationship uh, with a, a robot nanny that the, the fact that you can switch it off or trade it out yeah, you know, the next day, I don't think that that there's any sort of um, like reason why that narrative has to be the same narrative that we have with real nannies and real family members, because all of those relationships are just stories in our mind too. True. I yeah, I see your point. Um, I think. I think when it comes down to more intimacy, like if you're having sex with this so-called thing, you're really getting to an intimate level. And true, there's people who have sex now that are not intimate, <laughs> right? It's just a, it's just something to, mm-hmm. to do. Um, but I could see some people who are really lonely who take this to an extreme level and, yeah. and, and really build a connection. And they tell this, like you said, there's this story in their mind. And then if someone comes along and let's say they're walking out in the street and someone just decides to just grab this robot or punch it or, 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 or grope it or whatever, who knows what's going to happen with people. They could be like, Hey, I want rights for my robot. And they start doing this like rights movement for like, 
I want my robot to have these sort of like rights. And now yeah. we're get, now we're getting into a, a place where it's like, okay, do, are they supposed to have rights? Or even what about this? This is getting down a little bit of a darker aspect. But what if um, we create like we start making robots for um, for people who want kids? So there's like um, there's like baby robots or child robots. Well, if you start creating child robots, we have some perverted people out there that are going to take that the wrong way. And they're going to get some child robots and do some things that I don't even want to know about. Well, if you take that, then you're like, well, we don't want these people doing that to those child robots. Or do we, uh, we don't like, is that, is that, is that satiating that, that part of humanity? So those are really interesting questions. (laughs) Or, or are we going to say, Hey, these little child robots have, have um rights that we don't want you messing with yeah and we're gonna i think we're gonna get to a point where ai becomes so good that it looks human it talks human it doesn't have like hello how are you today it has like a very like it matches your voice frequency it can talk to you like i'm talking to you it can have mannerisms where it even the hands and the movement in the head will seem fluid and natural are are you thinking that, that these have um real general intelligence where they they're just as autonomous or more so than humans are or are you thinking these are well i mean i'm programmed to a degree where it's convincing i'm thinking that's that's a good question I, i think it just depends on how far along we get with it if we are at the base level it probably is still programmed to to a certain degree but i think if we keep on going just like Elon Musk is saying, we're going to get to a point where you're going to, if you have a, a robot companion, but like, hey, um, I would like some lasagna when I come home. Um, I'll see you soon or whatever. You leave, you come back. And then instead of lasagna, the, the robot said, oh, I think a salad would be better for you. I made a salad. Well, that just crossed a little bit of programming because it's supposed to listen to you, but instead it went on its own volition and decided to do something else. Now, Maybe that was good for you, but just that fact of it trans it's no longer a servant. Exactly, if the fact of it thinking, uh-huh. mm, I want to do something different. That's a little scary because then, what if it says, mm, I don't want you around anymore? Or I mean, that's that's an extreme, but then it's going to start thinking for itself, and that that goes into a whole another slew of questions, right? So, do you think that general intelligence AI is even possible? Hmm. I th- I think so. I think so. I think it, it, I think anything could be possible. Um we don't know what the future is like. So I think there's like the t- the Turing test uh right? Uh or is that what it is to I I'm I think sure. there there is like some theoretical tests that people have come up with um for t- determining whether or not something is conscious uh like human level of consciousness. And not just program. I've never heard of that test. I've heard of like, therefore, I think therefore I am. <laughs> That's about as far as I've gotten. So I, I think that that we're able to reason whether or not something is conscious. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I and I I think that it's it's questionable whether or not we get to that state. But if we do, uh, we know that there's like levels of intelligence, and you're able to be conscious. And be Einstein level of intelligence, or uh, I don't know what what the opposite end of that <laughs> spectrum is. Um, but 
it's hard to imagine as soon as AI is conscious and intelligent, especially if it is able to make itself better, that it won't instantly be incomprehensible to human beings and therefore not not a useful tool and these questions of how to how do we think about and treat AI are completely irrelevant and it's more like um, how do we survive with this force of nature right I see what you're saying where it's it's in uncontrollable because I, I think that as soon as it gets to that point it's out of our control and it's just whether or not we get stepped on as, as <laughs> ants yeah. or whether or not we are taking care of as pets or. Well, even Elon talks about that. We're, or a useful or, tool. Or we or emerge. Yeah. With some. Because I think he was talking about this once and he said it's either we we are like either eradicated or something or or we merge in some weird uh, symbiotic entity where we're half. It's really hard to imagine how that works. Like, yeah. Um, what kind of creatures do we merge with? Like bacteria, uh, yeah. I, I think. So we'd be treated as bacteria. <laughs> yeah. And, and I then, guess they're useful. And pets, potentially. Um, yeah, the future's looking awesome right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean... You want to just kind of hope in your in the back of your head where you have like a human element to it, where like the humans will always somehow, you know, find a way. We're important, more and, important, and, and our story in the universe is the story. Is the story, yeah. But and then it's like, well, that's a little, you know, that's a little narcissistic to like think that oh, you're the you are the only ones that get a mm-hmm. reign supreme. So it would be interesting to not be on the top of the food chain, right? I, well, I think that, that that's a worthy question to mm-hmm. to ask too. Like in a lot of religions, we are the story. Mm-hmm. It, it's God and he creates us and mm-hmm. the universe is for human beings. Um, but Mormonism has a little bit of a different take on that. Um, yeah, it does actually. Where it's not just us, it's the entire universe. Mm-hmm. And so we might not be the biggest part of that story yeah in the mormon perspective that's true um i i I believe that i think that there for me at least i i I believe there's aliens (laughs) i think um whether whether they visited already or not i'm not sure but i do know that um that i mean the universe is so expansive that i think it'd be dumb to not think that there's something else out there besides us you know um, so there's gotta be more out there. And then if there's more out there, chances are they're probably further along than us, <laughs> you know, which means that maybe they're top of the food chain and who knows what it is. Right. So I don't know. Maybe it's all just AI out there. <laughs> We're the only humans left. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, but that would be interesting. I, I'm excited for the future though. Oh yeah, um, I'm really excited for it. Even though that all these, there's always going to be different problems that arise and different like scary things, but that's part of it. I think there's a, a big possibility too that super intelligent AI is also spiritually enlightened Could slash like benevolent and yeah, helping human beings is part of its mission. Well, you got to wonder if it can think for itself. Um, does it develop a sense of grace? Hmm. 
You know? Does, what do you mean by that? Like, does it get to the point where it thinks like, um, we like, does it develop, I guess, emotions? I would say, does it get to the point where it can, it can have emotion to be like, I don't want to do this. Like, yeah. I, I don't feel is it's that, necessary to kill humans or, or consciousness. Or in, yeah. yeah. Cause I don't know if that's, if that can, if it can get to that point, if it can get to the point where it's self thinking, then it's got to get to the point at least where it can be like, maybe caring, hopefully, maybe. Yeah. Well, so if you have a unique perspective on this or a story or something that, that you'd like us to, to think about, let us know. Uh, we're always looking forward yeah. to hearing from listeners. Um, and we'll be back with, with more per- perspectives. Yeah. Until then, enjoy the holodeck. <laughs>